welcome to episode 22 of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in-game as Anthissa or on social media as Anthissa21. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll be quite honest, I almost thought I had to do an entirely different episode. And then today, the news dropped about the second half of season six of Go Battle League. So that is what we are covering today. And I'm excited to be doing it because I almost thought I would have had to talk about the whole Gucci North Face thing, which I am not a fan of, among other things. So let's get right to it, shall we? Battle League Season 6 second half has been announced, and the format summary is pretty simple. Great League will run from the 11th until the 25th of January. Ultra League and Ultra Premier Cup will run from January 25th to February 8th. Master League, the Master Premier Cup, and Master League Classic, and a to-be-announced special cup, so we're going to get another cup format there, will run from February 8th until February 15th. And after that, all three leagues and the Ultra League Premier Cup will run from February 15th to February 22nd. So that's going to be uh, Great League, Ultra League, Master League, and Ultra Premier. The Kanto Cup is going to come back and run from the 22nd to March 1st. And again, it's going to be Great League format, CP 1500 max, only Pokemon with a Pokedex number between 001 and 151 allowed. Rating will be unaffected during the course of the Kanto Cup, so I guess it's kind of like a fun free-for-all. If uh, you enjoyed it the last time it ran, I know there were some people that didn't. I thought it was a different way to play with the meta. I thought maybe with the Kanto Tour and stuff and everything that we've been doing, then maybe they play with some other ones as well. We may not see those until we get further on into the whole Pokemon World Tour thing that uh, Pokemon Go has going on. So, for now... Kanto Tour. Basically, what we're seeing is just we're going back through the whole cup setup again, starting with Great League, going to Master League, and then so on and so forth. There is a minor teaser about the special cup starting February 8th. My feeling is, depending on what they want to do with it, I have a gut feeling they're probably going to try and do some kind of Valentine's Day thing. I'm not a Valentine's fan, but they do have an event that runs at that time where you can get like love disc and stuff like that. So my guess for a Valentine's Cup speculation, possibly looking at fairy types, maybe some normal types thrown in, fire, maybe some dragon to counteract some stuff. Not entirely sure, but normal fairy fire for sure. Maybe grass to get you using Rosalia because of roses. Maybe some poison too because of that. Who knows? But uh, we'll see when it comes up and I'll have better speculation as we get closer to February 8th. Along with all of this, there have been some other news to come out as well, including reward updates and move rebalances. For the reward updates, they are announcing that now at rank 20, you will be guaranteed an encounter with Frillish, which evolves into Jellicent. So we're getting a new Pokemon in this guaranteed rank 10, 20 
pardon me, as we go up. So this is going to be really awesome, kind of like Rufflet or Scrafty in the previous seasons. Now we're getting Frillish and Jellicent. At 19, you now receive an Elite Charge TM. And if you can reach rank 19 by the end of the season, you will get an Elite Fast TM as well. So you'll get one of each Elite TM, so that's nice. We'll do a little look at Frillish and Jellicent later on in the episode probably the Pokemon of the week just because it's brand new. Now, moving on to the attack updates. This is the really, really interesting stuff because this means that the Great League meta is going to get a decent-sized shakeup. Ember, the fire type of attack, will now deal more damage. Karate Chop will now generate more energy. This is a fast attack, fighting fast attack. Bubble, water fast attack, now deals less damage. Razor Leaf, the grass type fast attack, will now deal less damage. Crab Hammer will now deal more damage. Sky Attack, flying charged attack, will now deal less damage. Rock Slide will now deal less damage. Shadow Bone will now deal less damage. And that right there, those moves that I really gave the emphasis on, Bubble, Razor Leaf, Sky Attack, and Rock Slide, as well as Shadow Bone, if you love your Alolan Marowak, this is going to cause Great League, at least, to get tossed around a bit. These moves are hugely used by some of the staples of Great League, particularly Bubble on Azumarill, Razor Leaf on any of your Grass Hole types, Venusaur, Shadow Victory Bell, Shadow Oddish, and its evolutions, you name it. Sky Attack dealing less damage is going to cause problems for Skarmory and Altaria, probably more Skarmory than not. And then, of course, Rock Slide is going to affect Galarian Stunfisk, and then Shadow Bone is going to affect your ghost types like Alolan Marowak. So with that move, set, change up, shake up, whatever, we're going to see the meta shift. We're also getting some moves added in for other Pokemon, and this is going to be interesting as well. Weather Ball is getting some adjustments. The fire type is now going to be available to Vulpix and Ninetales that are Kanto. Ice Weather Ball will be available to Alolan Vulpix and Ninetales. And for what it's worth, I'm I said this on Twitter, I don't know if you saw it, but I always keep an Alolan Ninetales in my rotation for Great League. So for me, I'm really kind of excited. I'm going to play around with my Alolan Ninetales and see what I can set up for. So this will be really fun. Water Weather Ball will now be available to Politoed. Ice Punch will be available to Primeape. Ice Beam will be available to Claydol. Shadow Ball will be available to Claydol. Tri-Attack will now be available to Porygon 2, so it's no longer the exclusive move we thought it was for Porygon Z. And Mudshop will now be available to Excadrill. This is going to change some things. You're going to see more of these Pokemon come up in the meta. I thoroughly believe that, especially with Weather Ball being as effectively hitting as it does, I I guarantee we're going to see more Alolan Ninetales show up in the meta. I guarantee you're going to definitely see more Primeape and more Claydol. And I wouldn't be surprised if people start running Shadow Ball, Ice Beam, Claydol now just because they can. Tri-Attack 
I don't think we're going to see Porygon 2 that much now that this Community Day move has been expanded, but it is what it is. I I never really saw too much of Porygon Z in Great League anyway, so I don't really think we're going to see too much of Porygon 2 going into that. Mudshot being added to Excadrill, that is going to be huge, I think, because this effectively puts Excadrill not necessarily with the Mud Boys, but it's going to be in that kind of slot that if you can set up the moveset similar, you might be able to get away with an Excadrill instead of needing a uh, Wish Cash or a Galarian Stunfisk or a Mud, uh, excuse me, Swampert. So expect to possibly see Claydol, Excadrill, and Alolan Ninetales come up and be a part of the new meta going into Great League. I really, really see that happening with this move shakeup. Now, of course, I am getting my news and information from PokemonGoHub.net, and based on their article, they're saying to look out for Primeape, which now has access to Ice Chop, and there is the buff to Karate Chop, which it also has access to. So that could cause some problems, or if you have a good one you can build up, it might be worth taking into consideration. Now, while I am advocating heavily for Alolan Ninetales, they are advocating for Kanto Ninetales, and they might have a good point here. Ember's had the damage increase done, and Ninetales Kanto version now has access to Fire Weather Ball. So that is going to be somewhat feasible Pokemon to take in as well. All of these char changes and everything is looking really, really interesting and really, really awesome. So with all of these changes in mind, let's do ourselves a wonderful, lovely little favor and take a look at PV Poke and see what the Great League shakeup to the roster has caused. Now, I don't know if they've added everything in yet, but uh, Great League overall, and they've done an awesome job readjusting everything, so I'm still getting used to all this stuff. Great League is still showing Azumarill XL in the top slot, followed by Galarian Stunfisk, regular Azumarill, XL Metacham, Shadow Machamp, Defense Deoxys. This is looking a little bit different now, so this will be interesting. Lickitung XL, Swampert, Shadow Swampert, still high up there. Diggers BXL, Bastodon XL, Mantine. Altaria has taken a bit of a fall, so maybe this is the new updates. Scrafty, Shadow Abomasnow, and uh, that one is running Ice Weather Ball and Regular Energy Ball as well. Sableye XL, Wabuffet XL, Machamp, Meganium, Surfetched, Registeel, Skarmory, Cresselia, Primeape, and Rainy Castform. Right after that, Fallen from Grace down to the bottom of the top 30 is going to be Venusaur, Abomasnow, Chestnut, and Tropius. What I'm not seeing... Shadow Victory Belt, Shadow Gloom, any of the usual grass hole go-tos have fallen from the top slots. Shadow Venusaur doesn't show up until rank 44. Uh, I'm still not seeing Shadow Victory Belt. How far down the chart has it fallen? Shadow Gloom is 74. Shadow Bellossom is 86. Shadow Victory Belt. 101. Oh, how the mighty have 
fallen. It is no longer grasshole territory. They have shaken up pretty well. Galarian Stunfist still holds up in the number two spot, running Mudshot, Rockslide, and Earthquake, despite the fact that Rockslide has taken a debuff. Azumarill is still holding up in the top spot, despite the debuff to Bubble. So this will be interesting. Now, I'm not seeing any fire Pokemon at the moment that are running any of the new moves. They... I don't know if uh, the team at PV Poke has gotten everything up to date just yet, but it is interesting to take a look and see what has dropped and what has not. And of course, the interesting thing, let's take a look at Skarmory in all of this. It is rank 22 and the move changeup has caused a changeup on what is recommended to run on Skarmory. Air Slash. Brave Bird and Sky Attack. No longer is Sky Attack the number one slot. It has been bumped because of Brave Bird. Flash Cannon, of course, taking into consideration is lower down the list as well. But it does take a heavy, a heavy drop either way, simply for the fact that the debuff has occurred. Altaria is a little bit higher, but it's running Dragon Breath and Dragon Pulse if you're going by recommended, so you still got those moves going for you. Dazzling Gleam, if you don't think Sky Attack is worthwhile, you can try and use Dazzling Gleam as well, but I don't know how well that would hold up. Just some thoughts for consideration there. But you can see very well how much this is going to affect some things. Mud Boys are still pretty high up. I see Swampert and Shadow Swampert, but still, even with the new moves being added for access to the Vulpex and, um, excuse me, Ninetales line, they're still not showing up very high. Marowak, Alolan Marowak has taken a drop because of the buff, or excuse me, debuff to Shadow Bone. It's now at 46 in the ranking. All of this is really, really interesting, and it is going to be crazy to see how it plays out once all of this goes fully into effect come the 11th when we finally get back into playing Great League and seeing how all of that goes. So it's it's going to be a very, very interesting thing to see, and honestly... I'm kind of excited that we're getting a shakeup to the meta, that in order to keep things fresh, to keep people on their toes and testing their team building skills as a trainer, we're getting these buffs and debuffs in order to go, okay, let's twist it up a little bit. Let's change what's going to be more effective so that people aren't just building the same Pokemon and we get into a stale great league over and over again yeah there's gonna be people that are upset i had just started figuring out how to run a shadow victory bell myself because i finally got a decent one and got it tm'd in um the the rocket event last december but it that's the way the cookie crumbles you've got to keep in mind this is a game if you're getting upset over the fact that your team is no longer as powerful as you thought it was or as it used to be well you got to learn to roll with the punches. They're not going to automatically say, oh, we made a mistake because a bunch of people that play the game are suddenly outraged that Altaria is no longer powerful or uh, Azumarill is no longer powerful as it used to be. But again, this is a game. 
it's okay to be upset, and yeah, I, I guess we're going to get some people ranting, but it is what it is. This is the decisions that Pokemon Go app has decided to make, and I'm I'm excited to see what happens after this. This will be intriguing, very, very much so. So, for now, consider this your Great League overview for when Great League starts up again soon. That uh, the Pokemon you're going to be looking out for are no longer necessarily the ones you thought they were. Yes, I've read off the top 25 that we've come up against for Great League rankings. Pardon me, just kind of stumbling over my brain laps there. But, um, still, Primeape is ranked number 24. That's a new and interesting thing. And... They're still recommending counter, night slash, close combat. Let's see if... Let's see. Karate Chop is listed. It is tagged as an event or TM exclusive. So if you don't have it already, you'll probably have to um, TM for it. Best of luck for you on that one. And just to take a look at Primeape and see why it could possibly cause some problems for people. It takes wins against Galarian Stunfisk, Skarmory, Bastodon, Umbreon, and Wishcash. However, it's going to lose against Azumarill, Alolan Marowak, Altaria, Defense Deoxys, and Surfetched. So it's definitely worth considering somewhat with the new debuff and buff situation going on. And of course, a whole slew of grass Pokemon that have fallen because of the Razor Leaf debuff. And the thing is, is it's so much so that Venusaur is no longer sporting Razor Leaf as a main attack. Vine Whip is the preferred attack being listed as opposed to Razor Leaf, with Frenzy Plant and Sludge Bomb, of course, being your recommended charge moves. So it could be worth considering... I always keep a Venusaur ready in Great League, not just for Great League format, but for Sylph League format as well. So that is uh, how your Great League is shaping up for the next time it comes around here at the beginning of next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what happens with this huge, glorious shakeup. All right, I am going to call it for a moment. I'm going to take a break. I am going to do my usual shameless self-promotion garbage. And then, of course, your Pokemon of the week. I already said I'm going to take a look at Jellicent because it is brand new. It is coming. And if you can get to rank 20, you can get you one. All right. I'll be back in just a moment. Once again, for shameless self-promotion, where I talk about all the places you can kind of reach out to me if you want to make some comments or whatever, what have you, by all means. You can always reach out and submit any kind of question, comment, constructive criticism, if you'd like, to any of my social media channels. Twitter, Instagram, both are Anthissa21. Twitter is Anthissa21 straight out. Instagram is anthisa.21. I will get this all adjusted. And of course, you can always message my email, anerdblog at gmail.com. I am always open to any questions, comments, or constructive criticism, so on and so forth. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can check it out just about anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, I always try to keep an updated episode on my YouTube channel. 
Pegasus Podcasts and Gaming. Pretty easy to look up. I'm now getting the hang of keywords so everybody can find it. If you do find that you enjoy listening to anything on Pegasus Podcasts and Gaming YouTube, then just hit the subscribe button and ring the little bell and you'll get notifications whenever the next episode gets posted if you'd rather listen to it there instead of listening to it on Spotify or whatever. You can also check me out usually and I will hopefully get back to this next week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights on Twitch. And Thissa21 is my handle. And I try to do Go Battle League as well as Pokemon Sword and Shield. I do play a little bit of Xbox, but mostly Nintendo if you're interested in anything like that. I do play stuff other than Pokemon. I was getting started in um, of Marvel's Avengers on Xbox the other day. Excuse me, last year when I was still streaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm saying last year. Ugh. And uh, um, of course, if you're interested in any of my Pokemon Go AR stuff, that is all on Instagram and thisa.21. You might have noticed that I have removed notifications for Patreon and my Discord server that I was trying to get going. I got scatterbrained and I've not been doing a very good job keeping up with those. So for the time being, unless or until somebody asks me for it, I have basically taken down my Patreon and my Discord server because one, I'm not keeping up with it as well as I should. Two, I'm not promoting it as well as I thought I should have been. Uh, basically, I've only post like once or twice on Instagram to get people to notice it. Since that's not really working out for me, I don't think that's a very good idea to keep going with it. I am currently working on my art skills and maybe I'll start doing something along the lines with that as well. If you've seen any of my Instagram, you'll see some of my recent posts have been doodles that I've been doing. So <laughs> I just try and do a lot of different things because I get a little scatterbrained and I want to do all the things. So because of needing to reassess, the Patreon and Discord server have been shut down. But Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, by all means, reach out to me however you'd like and uh, let me know what you think of the show. I'm open to any kind of conversation you guys want to have, Pokemon related, or just gaming in general if you hang out on my Twitch channel. But yeah. Alrighty, let's take a look. <laughs> Sorry, that got a little long-winded. Let's take a look at the Jellicent, shall we? This is your Pokemon of the week, and only because it is the brandy new one being introduced to Pokemon Go. When you hit rank 20 in Go Battle League, or if you get that high, you will be granted a guaranteed Frillish encounter. Frillish will be available as an encounter. Doo -doo -doo. It is a water and ghost type Pokemon vulnerable to grass, dark, ghost, and electric moves. Frillish's strongest moveset is Bubble and Ice Beam and has a max CP of 1257. And then it evolves into Jellicent. Jellicent is a water and ghost type Pokemon with a max CP of 2644, making it a strong Pokemon for Ultra League. Jellicent has a 159 attack, 178 defense, and 225 stamina in the game is originally found in the Unova region, Gen 5, and is vulnerable to dark electric ghost and grass type moves. Its best moves are Bubble and Shadow Ball. As it has not been encountered yet and probably won't be until sometime next week when it goes live, it is not currently in any of the PvP rankings, although I expect that to change 
sometime either next week or the week after. And that is Frillish and Jellicent, your dual Pokemon of the week. It'll be interesting to see what happens when those two finally come into play and if it's going to remain locked behind the Go Battle League battle wall, I guess you could call it. It's not really a paywall, but it is what it is. Alrighty, because this is the first week back after the holiday break, I'm pretty much going to call that a show. Hopefully I'll have some better things set up for next week when we get back into more Go Battle League stuff as uh, Sylph Arena has taken the weekend this month off as they usually do between the major Sylph Cups. There is this little thing going around on Twitter, though, about an all-star battle. I'm really kind of intrigued by it. We may have more news about it come next week when I get back into the studio again. So we shall see then. All right, that's going to do it for me. I hope you all had a wonderful new year, a wonderful holiday season. I'm glad to be getting back to this. I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you all next week. Have a wonderful whatever time of day it is, wherever you're at.